Okay, good morning. We're starting at the bottom of Kuf Bet Amud Bet. We are about uh, one, two, three, four lines from the, the last fourth narrow line before the wide lines. We've still got quite a bit of makeup. We'll make up that dedicate the shooting and shmak. Soldiers have died. Another five soldiers died last night. All the Ptuim should be healed. And Achatufim mentioned Daniel Shom Ben Sharon. Other Achatufim should be come home quickly and our soldiers be much liach. Okay. So, uh, Gemara, we, we saw over here, uh, uh, where was it? It was Rab Ava, right? Rab Ava said, like this, said, Kola Mekadesh Nechasav Endato Aksut Ishtov Bala. The question was, we had the question of the Ma'arav, from the Bnei Ma'arav. And we saw Bnei Ma'arav, we sort of like found what Rabbi Yochan said a little bit funny, that when you do a Masya Kenyan, how does the guy, if you're doing it with a Shaliach, how, how does the guy who's selling know who the ultimate buyer is? I thought about it yesterday. You know, the whole world's gone that way. There used to be a big industry of trust companies and, and front companies and slowly with American pressure, right? Because of money laundering and arms trades and, I don't know, and mafia and, 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 and I'm not sure exactly what the reasons are, the, all the reasons given because of drug trade. But ultimately, there's a lot of pressure when you go to a bank today. They want to know who the beneficial owner is of the bank account. They don't want to know who the trust company is. They want to give me a name. Show me a face. Tell me who the person is. That's much the same question over here. That's what Panema Rav was saying. How does the guy who's selling to you know who the ultimate person is who has to do the Hakna'at? Because it's a Masek Kenyan. So you're doing a Masek Kenyan, you want to know who you're selling to. Otherwise, you never bought it. And if you didn't buy it, then it isn't his. It's exactly that, right? In other words... Pierce the corporate veil. We don't want to, we want to know who the person at the end of the table is. That was a question that he asked. So we had a Yamakra of Oishia Valor. So we're discussing that, right? How do we know who's who? Sir Oisha via Valochaiva Erchin Shalukan, our Mishnah we spoke about here, this brighter we brought wasn't just a Magdish. If you look at the the the, the, at the Mishnah, it was a Mishnah actually. The Mishnah said Ktubot. A guy who dedicates his assets to the Amidash, or and a person who appraises himself to give his value to the Amidash. They were coupled in that, in that Mishnah. So what's, what, what's, uh, what's the Kasha of Yerva Oishia? He says, we're talking about both people. Also learned about Chayva Erechin, look at Rashi, Diktani Hamarichin Atzmo, Vetnan, and we learned. He says over here, in that Mishnah then, Masechet Erechin, Chayva Erechin, Memashkeninan Otan. A guy who makes a pledge to value himself and to give his value to the Amikdash, if he doesn't pay the money, the Gizabar of the Amikdash knocks on his door and says, Hello, mister, we understand that you made a Chayvut Erechin here. We've come to appraise your stuff. We want the money. Now, what does he take into account? He says, V'chi da'ato shel adam al atzbo lemashkano. If you're telling me that a person, we, remember, we're trying to ask the question about his wife's goods or his children's goods or whatever the case is, or how do we know that it's for his wife, it's not his, and he, was, he had kavona for his wife, etc. A person, and if everything's going after kavona, so when a person had kavona, when he made a erchin, that he would be stand a pledge and he could be, uh, uh, have to start giving mashkanot. And I'm Rabbi Abba, so the Gemara says, no, that's not the case. So what is the, we've got a version two now, Rabbi Abba. So how do we explain, explain now this, this uh, sort of caveat here that the, the children's goods and his wife's goods, etc. aren't included? When you come to make a, 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 a erchin on yourself, 
when you when you say I'm I'm appraising myself to 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 Magdish Neve to to the Babigdash, so I'll be right. As you're doing that, de facto are you excluding your children and your wife's goods? That's how it works. That's how it's not included. Okay, so basically that's where we should have ended off over here. Now, so, so, so we've established now this whole question over here of how we know who belongs to what. If Abba comes along and says that really uh, you know what to include, you know what's yours, you know what's not yours, and therefore the, the, the Gizbarim have only got a, a, a lien to the extent of what you have got on your own and not your wife or your children and stuff. It's all excluded from the pool. Okay, just a quick question. So if someone goes up and gets my lien, promises a Matana to Beit Yeah. Then he doesn't cough up. Okay, so look, uh, if you were living during the time of the Khatam Sofer, or if you are living in Europe or in Germany, anybody, any of you have been following Rabbi Sunday morning Shurim? So he's been, he's been discussing Germany. In, in, in Germany, for example, you, there was a mitzvah, it was a, 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 a government law, you had to belong to a community. And if you belong to a community, you had to pay taxes to that community. And the community offices had, uh, had municipal uh, or government rights. So if you didn't pay your money there, they'd come and they'd, uh, if you didn't pay your shul fees, They'd come and attach your house. So in a case like that, if you're living under such a jurisdiction, then you're probably right. Today, unfortunately, the gabaim of shuls don't have any real teeth. <laughs> the most they can do is send you a couple of WhatsApps or make a few phone calls and, uh, and appeal to your, to your conscience. Right? But, uh, but you're right. Yes, it would be, that would be the case. Okay. Uh, so, so, so that's how about that. Now again, yeah, we're talking about If you think about it, nothing's changed. Here you're buying it, you're buying, you're buying a field, Bashaim Khaveru. Now, what do you mean Khaveru? You come to the guy to buy it to the seller. He says, Don't put it in my name, put it in my friend's name. Mamash. Today you call it buying it in trust, right? A guy arrives and he buys in his name, but he's really acting as the trustee. And there's all laws. For, I don't know about like in the rest of Israel, for example, you've got 45 days, you can disclose the trust agreement. And even though on the title deed, the sale is between, let's say I'm buying it from Selwyn on behalf of Michael, I'm the buyer. Darren Platzke is the buyer, Selwyn's the seller. And as far as Selwyn's concerned, he's selling it to me. I've got 45 days to, dis to disclose to the tax authorities. Actually, I was appointed by Michael as his trustee. And... The deal will go through Darren to Selwyn to Darren, and then it'll go through Selwyn to Darren to, to, to Michael, and Selwyn will never know that he sold to Michael. Legal, 100%, and it can be done. Okay, there's no taxes on that second transaction. So he has a similar situation. What's happening over here? I arrive now to buy a field, and I say, put it in my friend's name. It's a little bit different now, because it's the other way around. Now, now I don't want it in mine, I want it in my friend's name. Okay, it was actually, but now it's for me. I'm buying it for me, but in my friend's name. What do you say the brightest is over here? If my friend's got in his name now, we can't force my friend to get she sell it to me. I could lose that. But if I said to the seller, I'm not but if, if, if my deal was with the original, with the original buyer that, that I'm buying it in his name, and I said, I'm, I'm putting it in your name, but it's got to be sold to me, we can force you now to sell to me. So Gemara says, my, so that, that's sort of, maybe I've been too confusing over here. The Gemara is not sure what's going on here. The Gemara says, my karma. What are you talking about? So Rav Shesh, Rav Shesh, this is what we're talking about. 
you buy a, a field from a friend, and now not in your friend's name, but you actually Beshabrash Galuta. He won't send it to you, or maybe you're scared someone else will come steal it from you. Maybe you're scared someone will know you're buying it. Maybe you don't want to know that you're buying it. And maybe, whatever the case, you say, I'm, I'm buying it on behalf of Rash Galuta, the, 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 the king or the governor. Right? Now he says, of Yarav Sheshit, and Kofin Oto, who's Oto? Rash Galuta Limkor. Ah, Rash Galuta, I mean, now we can't force Rash Galuta to give it to me. So, if I'm not, Kofin Rash Galuta Limkor. However, if, if Rash Galuta knew I was only using his name as a, as, a, as a front, then we can force him. What do you mean, force him to sell? To, to sign documents. In other words, it's always, it was never his, it's mine. But the, the documentation is that issue of here. Look at Rashi over I'm telling the seller, I'm buying asikin. And the reason why he's doing it is because other people tell him he's doing that business. And the seller wrote a document to Rash Galuta. Says Rashi, ain't kofin Rash Galuta. We don't force Rash Galuta to write a new star to me. Shehu machar lokeach ve'im omelo lokeach lemocher. Even if the seller, if the if the, now this is a little bit, the grammar can be complicated. The buyer tells the seller, al menat shichtov li Rash Galuta b'shmol l'shmi star acher. If the buyer told the seller, I'm buying it on Rash Galuta's name, but I'm expecting Rash Galuta to write me a new document. In other words, the, the seller knew this all up front. So if the seller knew who it was going to ultimately, but now for purpose of whatever reason I had, my own reasons now, I wanted Rash Kaluta's name, then we will force Rash Kaluta to sell. Now that's, that's, the, that's the, the brighter. So Amar Mahar, now we discuss that brighter. Says the Gemara, what do you mean we don't force him to see the Rasha? Michlal de Mikna Kanyele. It turns out that who's the buyer? Rash Kaluta. We don't force him yourself. Now, remember our question of the Ma'arava Shemachaku on Rabbi Yochanan? Our question of the last Rabbi, Rabbi Yochanan, but name Ma'arava said, how do you sell somebody something if you don't know who the buyer is? Right? So, let me plug it up in Where does the money come to the seller? So, you're saying follow the money. You're saying follow the money. Follow the money, right? My father's saying follow the money. If we see who the money is. Okay? Who paid the money? The buyer paid the money. He tells us, he, 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 like, so how can the, he put it in Rash Galuta's name, he put Rash name. And because you never told the seller who, who, that you're already buying on your behalf, he doesn't know who the money came from, you're out with money, as far as he's concerned, you got the Rash Galuta. If you send a shaliach to buy something, you say, please put it in this and this name, she has a bank check, you put the money. Okay? So the Gemara's question over here is different. If Rash Galuta bought it, so he says, let me pick it up and Maybe this bright is cholek on Bnei Marava. Because Bnei Marava, right? The Amrei v'chimi odiu l'baal chitin sh'yakne chitin l'baal abayit. Right? He says, ain't kofin. Look at Rashi Chazir v'lichtov. So he says, michlal d'mekanye kanye le. Right? So what, when we say, ain't kofin to Rashi Kote limkor, I think the Gemara understands that he had a dollar to sell, but he had forced him to pay documentation. We, in other words, we know that the real buyer is the real owner. But the documents at the moment stay in Rash Galuta's name. So it means that the owner bought it. How did the guy selling it know to give it to the owner, to the guy who bought it? He thinks it's actually going to Rash Galuta. He was Imi Shumha. He says, that's not cash. He told the seller and he told the witnesses. 
That's how. So then, but if he told him that, then what do we need the safer for? He said, I'm a nut. So the Gemara says, no, why is that important? Because the Lamarash say to him, I don't need you to make me popular, to give me courage, to make, give me glory. I don't need you to cause me problems. Leave me out of it altogether. That's how Rav Shash explains it. That's why it was important. Look at Rashi. I don't need you to make me important that you could instill fear in them or, or, or maybe, maybe the Latil Eimah here is to try and induce them to agree to the sale. Because once you thought it was Rash Galuta buying it, so you'd be more disposed to sell it. Rash Galuta at the moment, Rash never knew until you came to him after. When you came to the guy, that's why he says, no. What's the difference in that safer? The safer would be because we could, we, we would have, if without the safer, once he knew that you had exposed, disclosed it to the seller, Rashid could say to you, What do you want? Leave me alone. I'm not interested in you. Don't, don't, don't use my name in vain. Basically, that's the last line there. Don't make me great or, 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 or complicate me. I don't need you. Leave me alone. So that's our Rabbi Rabbi says, No. And I'm Rabbi Yahachi Kamar. Rabbi says, The story is different. This is the story. If you bought something in your friend's name, ain't It's got nothing to do with Rash Galita. You bought it in your friend's name. Now, for whatever the case is, the friend doesn't want to change the name. So you can't force the seller to, re- to rewrite the documents and change the name. However, if you said to him up front, this is what I'm going to do. And now, let's say Rash Galita, your friend doesn't want to change the documentation. Kofin etamocher limkor. Then you force the, uh, the, the seller to go back and change the documentation. And that seems to make a lot more sense. Look at Rashi. To the new tradition. says, please put on Rashi's name. I suppose there were guys who were after him because wanted his assets. I don't know, maybe he was in trouble with creditors. He wanted to show them it's not his, docu- not his property. And then, after I've sorted all that, I drop another document. Because at the moment, Reshkel doesn't even know that he's got this in his name, right? And what's he scared of? If you don't write me a new star, and then this guy dies, and Reshkeluta dies, the Yoshim Reshkeluta, they come to him or to his Yoshim and say, Yeah, whoa, 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 we heard that that belongs to our father, give us the property. So that's can how. You force Reish, can you force, uh, force to? So according to, to the first, according to Rav Nachman in the Rav Sheish, sorry, in the first explanation, you could force Reish Galuta, and our buyer came along and said that's not the story. Reish Galuta is not in the picture here at all. We're only talking about forcing the seller. So that, that that's the machlul Rav Bayer and Rav and Rav Sheish. Rav Sheish says, look on the Amud Bet at the bottom. Rav Sheish says, Hachi Kaamar Halokachim Mechaber B'Shem Reish Galuta. Who's Oto? The Gemara says, Rash Galuta. And then comes along Abai and says, No. The, the, the whole discussion of Yah is between the buyer and the seller, whether we can force the seller to read, sign the documents or not. That's how Abai prefers it. Uh, and that seems to be, if you look at the bottom, the very last line of Old Bet, the Ot Hay over there. That seems to be the halacha. If someone's got a stanza, I'll give us the halacha quickly. It's my parak bet miyachot shluchin, alacha hey, etc. See, if anyone's got a stanza, it's there. You can look. Steve's not here this morning. Uh, but if someone else has got a stanza, I'll check if you can find the halacha there. Okay, so on that, 
in that in lot of that story over there, right? If you bought it from some ankle and the Gemara is a bright and says you don't force the friend to 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 do another sale. The Gemara says, "Nupshita, we just saw that it's a chiddush. What's the chiddush?" The Gemara says, "No, it is a chiddush." Why am I to tell? What would we have thought? Matzi amalei, you might have thought you could say to the seller, "Meida yadat al nafshai shakilna." You know already that I bought it for me. However, upanchaya ba'amuhu de kavina. Panchaya, the Rashi says. Is kavanti. All I really did, the reason I put it in somebody else's name was to save myself, to protect myself. Rashi over here, panchaya kromal hatsala. Panchaya says lashon chozek, like some sort of strength. The chaveru ba haishra shalom yevamot. The panchaya shalom yevamot. Matzah kli bechatov alav. Whatever the case is. So he says over here, panchaya is is another Rashi over here from Yevamot. He says lashon shimur. Kadam shodeh b'mono ba'adam chashuv. Give your money to an important person because they should all menu. So now I'll take it for, for, for custodianship to look after safekeeping. Vezuza, yeah, daddy, look, you mentioned the money, right? And he says to the guy, Vezuza, I'm not going to throw the money away. The reason I did this whole story is I understood that implicitly in this, you agreed to sign another document. That's what we might have thought. Kamash, what do we learn in the end? The Amalei, the seller, in Yana Avdilach Bahadei, right? Ahu Dezavtle Bishmei, Veyichtov Lach Shtarachin. He says, No, when I sold it to you, the seller says to him, In Yana Avdilach Bahadei, I did this deal with you, right? Dezavantle Bishmei, I sold it to you in his name, Veyichtov Lachash, and he'd sell you, and he'd write you another star. Don't come to me. I knew that you, which was all a ruse. But I'm not getting involved in a new star. My understanding was that he'd give you the new star. So that's why it is a chirush that he says, Abiyah ain't confident I'm mocking him because you can't force the seller. He says, Why is it a chirush? It's a big chirush. Because you might have thought that he could. Look at Rashi. He says, I'm in a star. No, there's no Rashi over there. Sorry. I'm in a star. What about the, the first guy? Rishkalutha, he's got a deed in his name now. So how can you have one, uh, one land with two deeds? One land with two. Uh, uh, well, no, no. So he, he have to. Have, no, so so, so, so another, I. So I imagine. I imagine that. Uh, look, we 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 work with with a tabu, right? So you got a title deed, but there are certain countries that will even to this day where they don't actually have title deeds, but it's all done through a notary. So when you go to a notary, where's David? Is David still here? And we once had this discussion, David and I, a long time ago about Romania. I, I, th- I, th- I think he, he was right. that It works with both. I, I, I had never had experience with a title deed. You remember that discussion, David? Yeah. We, uh, In Romania, so, uh, most, most Eastern European countries, they still work on, uh, on, on, on notaries. notaries. So, so you'd have with a notary where... Even Austria, actually. Really? Yeah, France. France is a notary as well. A notary as well. So isn't a title deed like we know, Robert? You go to a notary... And he's got the chain of the agreement. So the, the, the latest document on the notary is basically who the current owner is. So that's how it would work over here. There was a tar, there was a star on the Rashkaluta. Now you'd have a new star which would override that star, and now the star would say that from this and this date it's yours. That's how it would work. Okay. Uh, okay. Now the Gemara the, brings the second part of the Brighton, right? It said, if you clear this thing up front, if Amalo Amenat, What's the chirush there? He said, no, it's a chirush there as well. Why? What would the buyer say? 
Amalehu, the buyer, right? Lesade kamedide. He'd say to the Adim in front of the, of the whole deal, Chazu All of you be aware. Look over here. I want you to know. Right? Look at Rashi says over here. Look at It wasn't Dafka with the uh, with the seller. It was with the Adim. Right? That Chazu I'm going to need another star. So now, why is it a chidush? Because what would we have thought? Matzi Amalei, maybe the seller could say, Matzi Amalei, Amine Shtare, Mehaichte Keshakalte, Bishmei Kamarta. Right? No, 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 no. I understood you did another star, but get it from him. Kamash Malan, the Amalei, the buyer would say to him, No, Lachitachi, Amrilei, Ula Edim, Kamach, Deminachu de Kabaina. That's why I went to pains of telling the Edim in front of you that I need it from you, not from them. Don't send me off to him. So when he never told the seller in the first place, we can't force him. Why? Because even the, 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 the buyer would say to the seller, you know that I want it. The seller would say, yeah, but go get it from him. And that's okay. On the other hand, when he told the seller in, in advance that he needs it in front of Adim, it's a chirush that he's got to do it because the seller could have said to the, to the guy, no, I understood you needed a new star, but I thought you were going to get it from him. No, it's from you. Kamashtan, you've got to give it to me. So that's the, basically it's the same discussion, right? In both cases, the seller is going to try and fob him off to the buyer in, the, uh, in, in, in name. But when he knew up front, when, when he knew up front that it's part of the deal, you, the, the seller has to rewrite the documents. If he hadn't clarified it and cleared with the seller before he signed the documents, then you can't force the seller to, uh, to, uh, to rewrite the documents. Okay, that was that, that little st- story over there. Okay, go to my say, Rav Kahana, Yahev Zuza, Akitna. Yeah, Rav Kahana put down, it says, yeah, Yahev Zuza, he gave money. Now, when it sounds like he bought it, but we'll see in a moment that he hadn't actually buy it. He just put down money for, to buy a certain amount of uh, kitna, yeah, normally means not cotton, it means uh, linen, I think, uh, flax. How do that try in English there? Flax, right? Kitna is, we, sounds like cotton, but really kitna is flax, right? So, Yahev Zuza, Akitna. In the meantime, the price of flax went up a lot. And now the owners, the original guys who had the flax in their possession, they sold it. A buyer came along, prices went up high, and they sold it. Meantime, So now Rav Kahana's got a kashia. Right? What do I do? Is it Ishkal Zuzay? Do I take the money? In other words, he put down, let's say, 10,000 shekels. He bought a whole bunch of flax. And now it's gone up and it's worth 15,000. And he arrives down, they say, Here's your money, here's your 15,000. So he's got a big shiloh. What's the shiloh? So Amale, so Rav says to Rav Kahana, If when you put the money down, it was agreed upon that this cot, this flex belongs to, to Kahana, just the flex, is, he, he hasn't got the time to take it, he hasn't got where to store it. And they're looking after it for him. Then it's yours. Go get the money and take the 15,000 shekels. The law, if at the time that you put it down, they never said this flax belongs to Kahana, right? Then you can't take it. You can't take the money. Now, why can't you take the money? Because essentially it's ribbit, right? If you lent a guy 10,000 shekels and you come in and offers you 15,000 shekels, so it looks like ribbit, paying you 5,000 shekels for, for having used your money. If, on the other hand, you bought something and you left it with a guy and he sold it for you and did you a favor with you, like, that's a different discussion. That's not ribbit. He sold your stuff. 
That's what Rav says. Rav says, if they made a Maaseh Kinyan with you on the, on the, on the, on the, on the Kitna, it's yours. If there wasn't a Maaseh Kinyan, it's not yours. You can't take the money. Right? You can't take the money. Uh, look at Rashi. Rashi says, yeah, Lord Tishko, why not? Mishum Ribit. That's where I'm, I got it from. I'm not making it up. Okay. So now the question is follow. So Gemara says, come on. Who's Rav going like? Kebenei Ma'arava? Is Rav holding like Benei Ma'arava? Look at Rashi. Gemara, bit me a question mark. Kloma Damrina and me or Diyad looking she knew about the end of Rav Kahana? Maybe it's like Rav Kahana. Like Benei Ma'arava. What does Benei Ma'arava say? When the guys came to buy it from these guys, they walked into a shop and there's a salesman and they gave the guy the money and they took the kitna. Did they know that really they're buying it, they're selling it, that the owners of the shop are selling it on behalf of Rav Kahana, that when they gave the money, in their minds, they were makne the money to Rav Kahana? Is that the question? It seems like that's the question, right? Words, the question seems to be, when the guys who bought the kitna gave the money, the kavona for the haknaya, the Masek Kenyan, was with the, the guy standing behind the counter. And not with Rav Kahana, and therefore they never bought Rav Kahana. The Gemara says, "The Amar Mi Hodiu LeBal Chitin Sheyakne Chitin LeBal Maot." Right? Did the did the who did the sellers of the Chitin tell the guys who are buying it that they're buying it on behalf of the guy who owns the Chitin of Kahana? So it seems like maybe Rav's passed the Rav Kahana. The Gemara says, "What are you talking about?" What Atu Miyayv Rav Kahana Arba VeShakil Tamne? What are you talking about? What did Rav Kahana give four and took back eight? Was it a loan of money over here? Look at Rashi. Look at the Rashi. Rashi is it's quite a quite a lashon of Rashi, eh? Look at the Rashi. Look in the Rashi. My ichpatlan bhaknatan, he says. What do we care about the Kenyan? Says Rashi. Vikhirav Kahana Atidli told Ma Mawataya, or Rav Kahana was doing an investment. He was intending to get money, he put out four to get eight. He was never in the business of lending money. He wanted his pishtan. Yeah, Rashi says pishtan, yeah, the flex, right? Who cares where it was? Wherever it was stored, it's his. The flex was his. What do you mean? My Rava did the Masekinian. What do we care to the Masekinian? The Shiraf Kahan is flex. He wants his flex. And at the, it says of Hirashi, those who sold it, they started from him, they were Gazlani, and they didn't even have the right to even sell it. And what's the din of a Gazlan? We went to the Mishnah, but what was the cloud we said? Right, the shot of the Gzela. And at the time that they were Gazelit, it already got in value. In other words, it was Rav Kahana's flax. It was in their story, but it was his. They were Gazlani, they were Ganovin, they stole it. And therefore, they must pay Rav Kahana for the value it was when they stole it. And what was the value when they were when they Gazal? The improved, increased value. So they must pay the value. Everybody with me? Right? Everybody with me? Clifford? Lance? Rex? Okay. They should really pay him less. You should pay him what he's less the. The custodian fee for okay, 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 maybe if they agree with that in advance. If, if they said to the guy, no problem, every day that it's here, it's costing you a shekel a day, then you're right. But if they said, no problem, yeah, we're happy, we've got places, just leave it here, don't want to come get it whenever you can. So if none, if you never bought a pair of. Is that I've once, on the way to the hotel in Mamilla, I went into the Nike shop, I bought a pair of sh- sh- riding shorts, and I said, I don't want to step into the hotel, keep it here, I'll get on my way back. 
and I forgot on my way back. <laughs> and then about a week later, he went and got them for me. If they had sold my pants, if the price had gone up, this is the case. They can't sell my pants. Right? They never told me they're charging me to store it. Right? It happens. I think, I think these things happen. So, uh, so this is over here. He says, Migzal guys, look back at the Gemara. They got no Gazlanim. If it's not, we learned the Gemara on Daf Tzadik Kimmel, Tzadik Vav, and a few times. Kola Gazlanim, Shal Mikshad Exali, you pet Tam Exali. So the Gemara was an Amre Hatam, no, 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 Amana Havai. Really, there wasn't uh, a Masek Kinyan of Yograshi. Shalatane Maot Pa Amana, gather money in, in, in good faith. Velo Hayalim Pishtan Keshekiblu Dami. The, the Pishtan wasn't there yet. He doesn't go, I want to buy Pishtan, he has the money, we get the Pishtan, please buy, keep it for me. So it wasn't really Pishtan, that's the case over here. Right? Velo Mashkar Afghan Lekit, he never did a Masek Kinyan, there was no Meshicha. And now the Gemara says, Rav Letame, and here Rav is being clear, says, Amar Rav, or Sin Amar Rav, Peirot. When it comes to Peirot, you, in other words, if you gave somebody fruit to keep for you, right, that, but, but money itself, he says, if it's goods, and they go up in value, whatever the case is, and they give you back, the, the, and the fruits have gone up, you bought fruits, and they stayed there, and the fruits went up, or if you had bought the Pishtan, and Pishtan had gone up, they wouldn't look like Ribbit. But the Aino said, I'm going to be damning, because she balas shar hayoke, le cabel perota, vasuri tenu moche damim, ala shlachshav, the mixa ekri with the ablo tartis lime, the shakila. But now, when you actually only gather money, and you never really owned the goods to begin with, even though it's not ribbit, because you weren't, you weren't learning it really, maybe even it was in, in right, it might have been yours, but it looks like ribbit, you can't take the money. Okay? So that's basically, so let's read to go a little bit faster now, we're running out of time here. Ha-gozel et chaveru shaveputa. You stood from your friend shaveputa. So you're a gazlan, right? Venishba. And you make a shvua. Right? The Rashi's over here. Venishba lo al sheker v'hoda. So first you made a shvua that you never stole, and, but you lied in your sheker. And then you felt bad, you went to admit that you, that you stole. Right? So ha-gozel venishba lo yolichenu achara filu lemadai. You're going to travel after him even to Madai. Now, I don't know if Madai here means Mars. Probably the place Madai, right? Uh, to this town Madai, right? You're going to travel far. You're going to go far and you're going to give him his hand. Lo don't give it to his son. Velo neshlochu not his shaliach, aval noten leshaliach, but you can't give the shaliach baitin if you want, right? But you can't trust anybody. You're going to give him his hand, but baitin you can give it to. Rashi's over here, takante hu da'avu drabana mipnei takal ha'shavim, shalom yichayev leshaliach, mani v'otzat adeh. That for Takrashim to encourage guys to do tshuva and to return stuff and stolen goods, etc., that you have to spend a lot of money traveling around the world to find the guy, you can give it to Shliach Baitin. That you can do, but to his children, you can't give it, you can't give it either to him or to Shliach Baitin. Then, mate, if the guy died, then Yachsil Yoshim, you can give it to his Yoshim. Now, Tanlo and Akarin, now when you, when you make a shvua and, and it's false shvua, you've got to add a chomesh, right? So you've got to add a 20, 25%, you've got to add a chomesh. So now, what if you gave him the, the keren, the original amount, but ne- you never gave him the chomesh? Or he was moichel you on the keren, but he wasn't moichel you on the chomesh. Or he was moichel you on both, but less than shavaputa. But still, shavaputa is still you owe him. So I'll give you everything, but it's not even, I want, on principle, you're going to pay me a shavaputa. Right? So shavaputa, ain't not shavaputa. In these cases, if it, you don't have to go after him, Right then, but now Tanah Chomish, you gave him, if it's, if 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 it's if the if the Karen is moichel, you paid the Karen. If it's only the Chomish, right? But if now Tanah Chomish, Velora came, you never gave him the Karen, the the, the 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 primary amount, or he was moichel you on the Chomish, but not moichel you on the Karen. Or he was moichel you on both those things, but less than the of the Karen, 
then Tzarich Alech Acharav. In other words, if it's the Chomesh that's still outstanding, you don't have to travel all over the world to find him. But if it's part of the Keren that's still outstanding, you do travel all over the world to find him. Now, Tanara Keren, if you gave him the Keren, then you made a Shvur on the Chomesh, right? That you had, that you had paid in the Chomesh, the, the Chomesh, and then you admitted that you lied, etc. So in Raisin Mashalim Chomesh, Al Chomesh, Achi Yitamed Hakerim Mashalim Puta. So in other words, you've got to carry on paying if you can pay a Chomesh and 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 a Chomesh. Right? And every time the Chomesh and a Chomesh, right? So and, until, there's a, 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 until there's an amount less than the Shavu Puta, you've got to, it'll carry on growing. Now that the Mishnah says there, if you were Gozel. Now he says there, Vashem, and also on a Picadon. Look at the past. The passage says, "Nevesh ki tichta." If you if you sin, umala maal ba Hashem, you made a shvur. The chichesh ba meton, you denied that you owed the money. Either if it's the passage, you got pikadon, a deposit, or betzomet yad, which is a loan, or begezil, or you stole begezil, or ashakit meton, you did oshek. In all those four cases, the same din applies. You make a shvur, and if and, and, and when you admit it, you make. If you lied, you make a shvur. If you want to pay, if, if you make a shvur and you and you and you exempt. If you lied in your shvur, you got to pay a chomesh. Okay, so all those, it's a cap a package deal. Mish is also same same wise in Picadon, or Picadon with Sobet Yara. Sobet Yara over here, Rashi says, is a halva eyes alone, or Begezel, we saw in Eskezel, or Oshek Rabito, or Matzave Davachesh, where you found a lost article and you deny that you had it. Then Ishbar Sheken, you made a shwe you never had it. And then you admitted it again, Arez Mishalem Karen, Vachomesh Vasham. You bring a Korban as well. So those are all the five categories, right? So it's either Gezel, Oshek, Picadon, Tzumit Yad, or, or Aveda. In all those five categories, you make a shvua. If you lied and you admit that you want to do tribute, you're going to pay a chumash. So the Gemara Nishbalo, in the Nishbalo, the says, ah, it seems over here that where is this all relevant? Only if you made a shvua. Lo Nishbalo, Rashi, lo bai lo lichacharav, ad dematiliyad. If you never made a shvua, you have to travel over the world to find him. So the Gemara says, okay, who's the town of this Mishnah? Mani, lo rabbi tarful, lo rabbi tarful. It seems like it's not rabbi akiva, not rabbi tarful. Why not? Remember, remember one thing very important. I think Rashi actually mentions it over here somewhere. That as a rule, most uh, Mishnahs are Rabbi, are Rabbi Kiva. Because the, 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 the five Ikarei Tanai were all Tamilim, remember? And therefore, it's the Mishnahs are Rabbi Akiva that these, that these Mishnayot seem to find themselves in. So that's why we can automatically say that we've got a difficulty now. The default would be that it might be Rabbi Akiva. We'll see it coming clear in a moment. Just by the way, I know I'm being sidetracked. I want to point out something with many here. Yeah. So in, in the past year, we're busy learning now about the Kalim of the, of the, of the Mishkan, etc. And there's a long discussion in the Rabag about all the Kalim to be made from steel. And I remember that something we'd learned, and if I found it in Masech Tzukah, or the Rabag is mentioned as well, it's about look at there whether if, if you could build an, a, a menorah from wood. Anybody remember that Machloket? And afternoon, it doesn't matter. It was an opinion of mood. And who's it? It's a machloket Rebbe, Rabbi Yossi, Bar Yehuda. So I looked up the Gemara, I looked up the Rambam, and he passed basically the Hesri Matechet, and he doesn't bring Rabbi Yossi, Bar Yehuda. And so it turns out Rabbi Yossi, Bar Yehuda, I don't know if, if I ever realized that, is Rabbi Yehuda's son, the Tan Rabbi Yehuda, that's his son, Rabbi Yossi, Bar Yehuda. So his father was Rabbi Yehuda, probably one of the most quoted Tanaim in the whole of Shas. And he was a personal friend of Rabbi Yehuda Nasi, Rabbi Yossi, Bar Yehuda. And we also learned the cloud that as a rule, when Rebbe mentions his name in the Mishnah, remember, Halakha lo kemoto. He's not like him. So the question is, uh, who is, is, is the Halakha like over here? Was Rabbi Yosef, I also Baruch last night. He sent me, I haven't looked through it yet. 
But it's, it's quite interesting to see who that is. It's just to... Because uh, at the end of the day, we will see after Rabbi Kiva. Okay, that Rabbi Kiva just I got a bit sidetracked. Apologize, let's carry on. Okay. So, Nishbalo, in Nishbalo. So, Mani, Rabbi, Tavu, Rabbi Kiva. The Tanya, quite a body, very good, sitting in Vamot. Gazal, Echad, Michamishav, and Yodea, Mieze, Mehen. The Kole, Charomer, Oti, Gazal. So, you start from five, one of five guys. You're not sure which of the five they are. All of them are saying it was from me. <laughs> okay? So, we know that one thing's for sure. We've got a gas line and four liars. <laughs> Okay, that's what we know, right? We know who the Gazlan is, we're not sure who the liars are, right? So what is that we put down the Xayla, put it back there in front of five of them and run away and let them fight over it. Not your problem. That's not how you get out of the Kiva says, every one of them says, you start from them, you've got to go pay them all back. That's what Akiva says. Now, the girl wants to try and prove some money. So, who's our Tanelak? Who's the Tanelak Mishnah? Right? I Rabbi Tarfon. If it's Rabbi Tarfon, Rabbi Tarfon says, Afa Gav di Shtabay. You know, see, you made a Shvua. Nonetheless, Afa Gav di Shtabay. Amar, Meniak, Lebehim, Mistalek. You just put it there and you go. You made a Shvua, right? And then you, you made a Shvua that you, that you started. You, you lied. You want to do Chuva now. You put it down and you go. In other words, not like our Mishnah, you've got to go and chase the guy till the end of the world. Right? You just put it down and you go. I Rabbi Akiva, on the other hand, Rabbi Akiva seems to say, Rabbi Akiva seems to say, it makes no difference even if you made a shvur or not. Just says, The Guru seems to understand that Rabbi Tarfon said it's when you made a shvur. And if you have to change, chase him all over the world, Rabbi Akiva, if you didn't make a shvur, you've got to go and pay every one of those five back. So none of them seem to be our Mishnah, because our Mishnah says, if you made a shvur, you've got to go and pay the guy back. Rabbi Tarfon says, even with a shvur, you don't have to chase them. Rabbi Akiva says, even without a shvur, you've got to pay them. All of them. So he says, no, actually, all of Rabbi Akiva, it is Rabbi Akiva. Right? Now look at Rashi here. Please, even if you don't normally look at Rashi's. This is a Rashi, I think it's, it's, it's worth looking at. It says, Lolam Rabbi Akiva, Rabbi Akiva Me'ikari says, Mahadrina Lokme, we make an effort, says Rashi. Rabbi Akiva Me'ikari Mahadrina, we want to try and prove that our mission is like Rabbi Akiva. Why? Mishum dechuluhu tanaye stimtaa alibed Rabbi Akiva stam. says, because really, as a rule, all the stam Mishnas are according to the Beit Midrash and the limud of Rabbi Akiva. So Rabbi Akiva is our default Tana of Mishnah. Even though we say stam Mishnah, Rabbi Meir, right? But he learned the Rabbi Akiva. So, so, so that's the Vichika. So the Gemara says, no, it's actually Rabbi Akiva. Vichika, Rabbi Akiva, Achi Shalem, Selah, Kolechad, Vechad, Hechadi, Shtabahu. And the Gemara says, no, it's really Rabbi Akiva saying it as a Shvua. So don't try and say it's Rabbi Akiva where there wasn't a Shvua. Rabbi Akiva said, even there was a Shvua, and that's what it's about. You've got to pay all five of them back. The Kamar, Ma Taima, why does he have to say Rabbi Akiva? He's got a reason. The Amarka Patsuk says, La Asher, who lo yitnenu beyom ashmato. What does it mean, La Asher, who lo? You've got to go and find the guy who it is. So all five said it's him. You got a mitzvah to give it to the guy who says it's his. Now you're not, you're not sure it is. So you've got to give it to each one of them to make sure that you've covered all options and you've paid it back. So what is the Rabbi Tarfon? So what Rabbi is Why Rabbi Tarfon say you don't get, What about Lashir Hulo? So he says, Afa Gavdi Ishtaba, Avud Rabbanan Tekanta. Rabbi Tarfon says, No. 
Rabbanim had a takana over here. They knew it's going to be impossible for you. A guy won't uh, pay things back. He's going to pay to five people. And therefore, Gerashi, takana shavim, vachet de mesapkele, taskele, bimenia, kedetania, avud, avud takanot kabe gozel, venishpa, vahoda, vaina gazan kan, vaina nixal kan. Even though the Pasuk says you're going to give it to the guy in, in, in specifically. So if you have to have a Takana, you can even give it to Shaliyah Baitin, and then I sort it out when the guy gets it, comes and gets it. That's according to Rabbi Tarfon, there's a Takana. The Talian quotes a bright year, Rabbi Lazar, Rabbi Tarukomer, Takana Gdola, Hitkinu, they made a huge Takana Chachamim, Shima Tahot, Ayeter, Lakarin, that if it's going to cost you more to give it back when it's worth, you pay to the baitin, the and you go bring your korban, and you have done your kapara. So according to Rabbi Tarfon, Chachamim went to pains here to make it easy for the guy to do tshuva. So new Rabbi Akiva, he doesn't know about the uh, takana. He's living in the world of Lasher, of, of, of the Pasukah of Lasher Hulo, the guy specific. What about the takana of Chachamim? Rabbi Akiva says, Ki takanta, the Kemahade Lema Mone Lemare. Takana Chachamim had the Takana, but when you know who you stole it from. Look at Rashi, the Kemahade Mone Lemare, because then you know that it's ultimately going to get back to the guy who you stole it from. About Gazal, Echad, Bechad, Ben Akash, you know who you stole it from. So Chachamim had the Takana, when you know who you stole it from, but it's expensive, it takes you a long time, it's a mission, it's embarrassing, etc., etc. They had the Takana, give it a bait But that's when you know who it is, and ultimately he's going to get it back. But when you never knew who it was, it's a one of five. You, know, you don't even yourself don't know who it was. Right? You know who you started from. And there's no certainty it's going to actually get back to the original guy. In a case like this, Chachamim didn't make a takana. That's what Rabbi Akiva says. So now, Mati Rabbi Hunad Bar Yehud. Right, but because the mitzvah. But Baitin don't know who the guy was. Rabbi Akiva said, if you know who the guy was, you can go to Baitin. Listen. I was Gag stole from Chaim. Okay, now that Beitin will make sure it gets back to Chaim or that, whatever. But if you don't know who it was, and then according to Akiva, it's got to get to the guy who stole it from, right? So now Mati Rav Huna Bar Yehuda, I'm Rav Shulmi Lazar, Lo Nech Rabbi Tarfon Rabbi Akiva. So they say over here like it's a kasha. Now to us it seems to be pretty straightforward that Rabbanan Rabbi Akiva says only Takana uh, Beitin when we know who the guy was. Rabbi Tarfon says no. Takana v'hashavim, we don't have to make a difference. You've done your job. Go bring your kap- your korban. Shalom on Israel. You've done kapara. You've done full tshuva, and now you're good. So Rav Huna Bar Yehuda also kashev. He says, "I'm Rav Shmuel Melazar." He says like this: "Lo nechav itaf Rabbi Akiva al shelakach echad michamisha v'yodeim mi'ezim elakach." He says, "Akiva Rabbi Tafur, don't argue when you took it from one of five people and you're not sure who you took it from." If you bought it from, so you see this over here, there's a big lesson over here. When you bought it from one of five people, you're not sure now, you don't know who to pay. And four out of five are claiming that, all five are claiming you bought it from me and you owe me the money. In, a, in here, there's no machloket. Here, even Rabbi Akiva agrees, you bought something from somebody, you didn't steal, you had a gazlan, you bought it from somebody, and now five guys are claiming you bought it from them. And you're walking in the market, and there were a lot of guys around, and you bought it from a place, and you said, I'm going to come back and pay, and you came back with the money to pay now, and each guy saying, you bought it from me. You're not sure you bought it from. And you got the money, you went to the customer, you bought out the money, you got the money in your hand. Well, if you don't pay it, any of them, it's gazelle, no? So, 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 but I'm saying, it's not like you were, you were gazelle. 
So the difference over here is that you actually did a deal and now you're coming back to pay. If you never paid anybody, that would be Xayla. But you come back with the money, you want to pay. But now imagine like you've been to a shuk, right, in the Arab market or in Morocco or any of these uh, uh, third world countries or any first world country, they've got free markets. A lot of guys all selling the same goods. And you arrive there, all of them are saying, from me you bought it. And they all look the same. I don't know who it was. And you got the money, you want to pay. So he says, in a case like that, even if a kibbutz will give you a and put the money down, let them fight over, not your problem. You've paid, now go home. Where's the machloket? When you stole from one of five people, let's say you're walking in the market and you stole something, you put a gun at the guy's head, you grabbed your nice carpet you wanted and you ran home. You got home, your wife said, you're mad, you're not actually, you have a karota and you go back to the market now without your gun. Or maybe you bring other guys with guns in case they kill you, I don't know, right? And you arrive and say, listen, I'm sorry, they don't have a came here, I want to pay. And now five guys start shouting, that's my carpet you stole. Right? Maybe that's why he uses the word mistalek and get it as quickly as possible. Right? Run away. Let them fight over it. Rabbi Akiva Omer, Rabbi Akiva says you got to pay them all. Now, now if you think, what's, what's our kasha Rabbi Yehuda? He wants to, remember we said Rabbi Akiva is also talking about a kasha you made a shvua. So he says, what do you mean that Rabbi Akiva spoke of Kesha, you made a shvua? Now, if it's a case that we made a shvua, so then why should there be a difference in Machloket over here between buying it or stealing it? If you made a shvua, in both cases, the guy made a he lied, he made a shvua le sheker, and the, the, the pasuk va'asher hu lo, you got to give it to the guy himself, he's spoken about having on, on made a shvua le sheker. It doesn't make a difference to us if you, why you made the shvua le sheker, if you stole or if you bought. We presented up until the Machlok Rabbi Tafur Rabbi Akiva that the whole Machlok it was because you, we made a shvua, right? Look at the odd. Further, which says, Mati Rav, Maaseh Bechasnechash, Lakach Mishnei B'Dera, Machasnechash, they took it on two people. V'loyayu Demezi, never you took it from. V'bayar Rabbi Rabbi Tafur, Amalo, Enach Tamei Mechach Benei Vistak, Pagin the money and go away. Came to Rabbi Akiva, Amalo, Enach Atakanach, Shashlem, Nukol Echad Vechad. And Rabbi Akiva said, you've got to pay them all. Now, if we think that it's a shvua, remember, we answered earlier on our kasha the Rabbini was, we said with Rabbi Akiva, Rabbi, Rabbi, Rabbi Tarfu, we said, I'm not like Rabbi Akiva, Rabbi Tarfu. Rabbi Tarfu seems to say, even if you made a shvua, you can just pay one guy. Rabbi Akiva said, when you didn't make a shvua, you got to pay the back. We said, no, Rabbi Akiva said, it's actually a shvua. So our kasha is on that answer there. What do you mean, Rabbi Akiva said, it's a shvua? The, the fact that because this, this bright idea of Rabbi Lazar, that on, on Lokayach, there's no machloket, and on Gezel, there's a machloket. And if, it's, if, it's, if, if Rabbi Akiva says you also made a shvua, then it should make that much. Rabbi Akiva should, should, there shouldn't be a machlok between the two of them because it's a shvua asher hulo. And we see over here that Rabbi Akiva said over here to this chassid that came. And what do you think? A chassid made a shvua? What chassid? Maybe he made a shvua on sheker? Rabbi Akiva told him, we didn't make a shvua. And maybe you're going to say, maybe he didn't make a shvua. And then he did shvua. And that's why it's called a chassid. No. Because he says, we've got a masora. He quotes the Gemara over here in Tmura. That kolecha damin al maaseh bechasid echav. We talk about a maaseh chasid. Who is speaking about? Or Rabbi Yehuda ben Baba, or Rabbi Yehuda ben Bnei Eli. Rabbi Yehuda ben Baba, Rabbi Yehuda ben Rabbi Eli. Chasidim, always chasidim from the outside. We'll carry on tomorrow with the answer to this question.